Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is back from New York City. Yeah. He already forgot how to use the microphone. No, maybe Dawn did. Dawn. 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 I've got every channel up. Oh no, Steve is not on. I hear him, oh, no. but I don't. You only hear me in the distance. Oh no, hello. Oh, this is exactly how Wait I planned it. Wait a minute. You're <laughs> not. Oh no, he's on. He's I'm on right now. I'm right here. There He's I here. Am. Oh. Well, uh, <laughs> I was on it. during the dirt alert. He thought. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hold on. Look, Dawn I just found her glasses, and she is oh. over the moon, and it just <laughs> scrambled her brain in all the best Dawn, ways. It's fine. I thought he was at home. I'm here. I'm right here. But I can see clearly now that the background is the studio. That's oh, right, yes. right. And the yeah. other thing he and was talking glasses. during the dirt alert. What? Yeah, well, she, we don't know how she's doing. His mic oh, was God. on during the dirt I alert. I know. I have she that just found Hey, Dawn, you get up like in the middle of the night. You have to change your sleep habits. Okay. And I hear you're going to starting December 12th. That's correct. Yay. This is my last week. On the Don and Steve experience. Yeah, just mail it in. Yeah. Oh, oh my That's what gosh. Steve and I were doing. Steve and I were like, this is a holiday schedule. Yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving to Christmas. Yeah, we're just like. Limited effort. Woo! Yeah. Uh, we're like the lunatics taking over the asylum. We're just like picking up furniture outside and throwing it. <laughs> we're just, you know, we're like rock stars in a hotel yeah, room. Yeah, get out of our way. <laughs> I got to tell you something before we talk about your trip to New York City. I'm driving in today, right? Uh I turn on to University. That's basically where our station is. Mm -hmm. Person Mm -hmm. cuts me off. You know, I have a green light. He's about to turn on to University. Cuts me right off. And I'm like, whoa, dude, that's aggressive. Not even 10 seconds later, he cuts off somebody in the left lane. Really? And I look to see, you know, you always want to check out who's driving the car. The back of his car says, free driving lessons, call 1-800-blah-blah-blah. I'm like, note Real. to self. Wait. Free driving lessons. So he owns a company. That gives out. Driving lessons and is cutting people off. Maybe you it's, think a it's a joke. joke. Not signaling. I don't know. There was an actual. Oh, what was the eight hundred number? Yeah, I'd probably try like eight hundred. Your mom or no, something. no, it wasn't. Like that. It was like it sounded legit. <laughs> but I mean, Man. come on, dude. Donna. Oh my god. Are you okay? Um, I'll be okay. Do you need to talk to someone? Yes. 
I have medication. Don't worry about All it. All right. All right. Anyway, welcome back. Happy Monday. How did it go? Tell us everything. Um, it was it was really good. You know, it's funny. My I walked into the house yesterday, and my sister, who they were watching our little guy Dev after Lou, my wife, and our three of our four kids went to New York to do a story with Kelly and Ryan, and then we extended the trip by um, a couple of days just to hang out in New York together. And it was funny. She said. Was it magical? And I said, you know, it's, since you chose that word, I have to say no. Who said that? My sister. Oh, your sister. Yeah, right. when, when I got home. Yeah. She said, it was like, was it magical? And I said, you know, it wasn't magical. If uh, I just can't be honest and answer, it was magical. I said, it was great. It was a great trip, but it was a trip with kids and <laughs> you have to manage. And there are times that you have to have some mini come to Jesus moments right. and some attitude adjustments and all that. So I just had to stop short of magical, you know, that wasn't quite that, but it was really great because for so long I've thought, wouldn't it be so fun if I could have my kids here? And I remembered going to New York when I was 12 and a trip that I never forgot. My mom and I actually spent two weeks in New York and it was just thrilling. And I didn't, couldn't even believe that there were buildings this tall and a city that moved at this pace. And so to get them there, at a young age was really great. So we had our 12-year-old, our 10-year-old, and our uh, 7-year-old who went with us. Um, we What they got to do with the Live with Kelly and Ryan team, some places that we went, and this story will air December 19th on Kelly and Ryan. Okay. Um, you know, we got to go to Grand Central Terminal, Grand Central Station. Station. Yeah, but technically the terminal. They were, okay. you know, so... Uh, they have this like holiday boutique that happens there. So we went there. We got to ooh and ah just at the, uh, you know, Grand Central Terminal in general in Grand Central Station is, you know, beautiful. They got the big clock in the middle and yep. just the, the ceilings are so high. Fun. So that was a quintessential New York thing. We did that. Um, and then we went and ice skated in Central Park um, a little bit later. I'll tell you what they did at uh, at 1015. We're going to take some calls if there's ever been a movie scene that you would like to recreate, my kids got some special treatment, and I'll tell you about that um, later. But if you want to email Sweet. us, if there's a movie scene that you think, oh, if I could recreate that in real life, I would love to, email us, Don and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. Um, but we got to do that. We uh, did all sorts of fun stuff that are within the story. But additionally, on Saturday night, we went to Aladdin on Broadway. Oh, my gosh. I bet it was amazing. It was Truly spectacular. Cool. And I would say the Friend Like Me musical number, which is when a lad, excuse me, when the genie finally reveals himself. This is about 45 minutes into the show, maybe an hour. I don't know. He comes out for the first number, the genie does. And then he uh, he comes back out about 45 minutes later. Aladdin's just rubbed the lamp. And it's a really cool reveal how he comes out on stage. And then he goes into the song Friend Like Me. It was so dynamic, I think. And I haven't seen a ton of theater productions, so I'm sure there are plenty of you that will say, oh, you got to see this and this and this. I've never seen a musical number, I don't think, as good as that. The only other individual musical number within a musical that I think came close was Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast, which I saw on Broadway years ago. Okay. And the dishes are coming out and everything's moving. The choreography of it all was crazy. But Friend Like Me was so good. And the the, the actors were just outstanding. Michael James Scott is the name of the guy who plays the genie. And he originated the role back in Australia when it was uh, there. He is so... Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. 
This guy is so good, so talented. You just thought he he could have been in the movie. Like if he had a bigger name or the the, the same cachet as Will Smith's name. I mean, he was so oh, dynamic. Oh, yeah, he looks like he'd be a great genie. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, he had people <gasps> laughing. I love him already. He was he was so good. The kids loved it. It was just fantastic. So getting to see that um, was really, really something because it was just amazing. And then we started to get to know our way a little bit around the Upper West Side. We found a bakery. So we'd walk to this bakery once a day. And just Cute. walking around the streets was fun. Um it was great. I will say to any parents out there who are thinking of doing a trip with your kids, I'm so happy that we went in the unit that we did. That being said, if you're with 12, 10, and 7, 7 and their little legs, I think it's a 10 and up trip if you have if you control everything. You wait okay. until everybody's 10. Yeah. You know how they say like some rides are for this age right, and up, some right. board games? I think ideally, you know, the seven-year-old, she loved it and she had a great time, but there were moments when she was just pooping out and her, you know, her attitude couldn't hang with what it was that we were doing. Sure. Her little legs she are walking was all cranky. around. It's, I think it's a, ideally a 10 and up trip, but I'm so glad that she came because she had plenty of little, you know, wonderful memories Yay. with us throughout it. So it was oh. great. That's cool. Did they I get to see the set there. and everything? Yeah, it's no. hard to live there. No, we didn't go on set at all. No, okay. no we, we stayed all outside, okay. and uh, um, it was just all focused on the shoot. So we shot some on Thursday and then shot some on Friday as well. Also okay. started the trip at the Fun. American Museum of Natural History where Night at the Museum was filmed. Oh, that was cool. a total miss. No, that was a miss. Oh, oh. That place is so freaking huge. It's boring, huge. though. There's a it's lot a of boring, boring in there. Yeah. And I went to the Hayden Planetarium. That was cool. Uh, two of our five fell asleep during the planetarium uh, show. That was great. And the museum is so big that you really have to have a game plan. We never even got That's to the an dinosaurs. All day thing. That's a morning oh. till late afternoon. We tapped out. That was $100 more or less down the drain. And that's how we started the trip. All right, great. <laughs> well, welcome back, Good Steve. To be here. We missed you. Uh, when we do come back, you, uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, there's a know. brand new trailer out this morning, just a few hours ago. If you're all excited about the Harry and Meghan docuseries that's coming to Netflix, there was one that came out last week. Yep. And then they just updated a brand new one this morning. So maybe we'll listen to that. Love it. Uh, that will do when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson back from New York City. Look at it. Look at it. Donna McLean's hanging with us first hour for the rest of the week, and then she's bye-bye forever from our show. Yeah, that's right. Dawn um, has quit the Donna yeah. and Steve Dawn's experience. Dawn's like, that's it. I'm mad as hell, and After I'm not going to take it. We developed a rapport, and uh, she yeah. is abandoning us. Stabbed us in the back. And so now we'll have Fine. to figure out how we move forward. Go figure. A shuffling producer situation here on the Dawn and Steve experience. <laughs> People tune in because it's kind of like a, a, over the five years... It's just like we we keep running people off. No we one do. is like we want to stay with this show forever. We told yeah. producer well, Ryan Mike, wanted to. We fired him. But yeah, besides we told that, Mike the other day. Um, you know, welcome, uh, good luck. Most people quit our show. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably eventually find out why. Yeah, whatevs. We'll miss you, Don. Uh, yeah, Don. We really will. We're kidding. Dawn is going to be part of the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn from noon to three weekdays. Woo! Yeah. It's going to be fun. You excited, Dawn? I am. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay, now on to <laughs> Megan and Harry. I cannot wait for this docuseries. Uh, I didn't even know that there was one. 
Does that make me... I'm not royal up to date, maybe, well, is what that means? probably not. But when they left the royal family, I think this was part of their plan. They had a deal with Netflix. They wanted to, you know, monetize their pro- their popularity in ways that they had control over. Sure, yeah. And they've got their deal with Netflix, which means they get their hands in this docuseries, which, and I think the question that people have, and we'll listen to the trailer here, because it's only a minute and 16 seconds. So we can listen to it. There was one that came out last week yep. for Harry and Meghan. We listened to that. Another one that just came out three hours ago. And the question I would have is, anytime someone controls a documentary... Mm-hmm. They control the narrative. The narrative. Yes. But, you know, on the flip side, anytime someone does a documentary on somebody, mm-hmm. they control the narrative. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it can go either way. You can either feel like, wow, we really got some cool stuff there, or it can feel a little bit PR ish and a little yes. too shined up. Well, one of the, the, things that Megan said in the first trailer was who better to tell our story than us. Fair point. You know, but you know, you kind of want to hear from the other side too. So here is um, the latest trailer that we'll, we can just play in its entirety of uh, Harry and Megan. It's really hard to look back on it now and go, what on earth happened? You hear that? That is the sound of hearts breaking all around the world. She's becoming a royal rock star. And then... Everything changed. There's a hierarchy of the family. You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. There was a war against Meghan to suit other people's agendas. It's about hatred. It's about race. It's a dirty game pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution, this feeding frenzy. I realized they're never going to protect you. I was terrified. I didn't want history to repeat itself. No one knows the full truth. We know the full truth. Oh my God, I'm totally in. I think that looks... That looks interesting. I'm sure the royal family will have a thing that they would the like royal to say. The royal family is probably so PO'd right now because he's got a book coming out also in the beginning of the year, an autobiography. Hmm. There, I just I don't understand the relationships. Like I know his relationship with William is reportedly strained, but you see him going home for family events, and they they seem to be coexisting. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At the very least, hmm. and being in the same room with one another. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to help. <laughs> it just feels yeah. like if they were making... You know, if they were coming back together, if there was some eh, reuniting might be a strong word, but if they were connecting more than they had in the previous year after the queen passed, when families come together and you sort of put some differences aside to some extent, um, I don't know if this is going to do much to continue down a road toward, you know, patching things up. Well, if that's what he was hoping for, I think he's making the wrong moves. But I'm I selfishly, I'm really glad to hear more about what's going on behind closed doors yeah. from the horse's mouth. Yeah, no kidding. And it's uh and it's so fresh too that it's it's not like some you know, this isn't a docuseries that's going out ten years from now. This all recently happened. And that allows for a fresh perspective on things. We're all sort of in the know as to how the story came out. None of us are going too far back in the way back machine to figure out like, oh yeah, that's right, this happened. Oh, and then this happened. And it seems like it'll be, if nothing else, we will learn things. Yeah, yeah. I will be watching. I finished The Crown. Dawn, I know you finished Mm -hmm. it. I was not excited about how it ended, but fine. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't even realize that was the last episode. I'm You're like, like what? what? How they're leaving it? Well, I kind of wished. Well, I was glad they didn't end it in a certain way. Like a you tragic know, with, way? With, with Diana's yeah. death. I'm glad that they didn't do that because that seems really cheap and sort of like, yeah, that's not a cliffhanger. That's true. We know it ha- it's happened. So. Did, did they say if they're going to extend production at all to go through like the Queen's, the Queen's death. passing? God, I wish they I would. I don't know what this next season will be. I mean... And the Prime Minister drama that happened in the UK as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there was there was yeah. a lot. So what happens, you know, right around that time in the 90s, whenever she passed, are we interested? Like, I'm just thinking without Diana in this, what is there? Do they skip forward all the way to the kids being dating and mm-hmm. Harry dating so. and Harry having a big old party, playing pool naked? Yeah. That I whole mean, thing. It, I want to see all of that. <laughs> but, know. you know. How rude of me to say that it's not worth a story uh, telling. If because Diana's we're living it, it now too. Yeah. Though. And with this Harry and Meghan documentary, is the if they did plan on just skipping forward, are they now rewriting it? Because mm. we're going to have this documentary, so they're like, oh shoot, that's a yeah. Uh, maybe we don't need it. Maybe we don't need a seventh season. December eighth is when the docu series comes out. That's in three days. This Thursday. And then uh, it's going to be two parts. So volume one will include episodes one through three. Yes. And then a week later on December 15th, volume two comes out with episodes four through six. Yes. You see, that's just, that shows you that, yeah, they may be out of like the royal family technically, but that's still a royal play to call it volumes. Yeah. Volume one <laughs> it's volume like schedule. Yes, exactly. Yes, please mark us down. Schedule A. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, By the way, I'm going to tell you guys uh, more about it tomorrow, but I started watching Senior, the Robert Downey Jr. documentary about his dad. Um, I had to go to bed at some point yesterday, but I started it, and I am so into it. I cannot wait to finish it, so I'll tell you more about that. That's on Netflix right now.
Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Good night. Hey, when we come back, we got the big three with Maddie B oh, from TV. Uh, Matt Belanger will be joining us with three things that we need to know for this week. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Woo! Happy Monday. What a beautiful day. Life is good, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, Donna. Yeah, Steve. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Don. Oh, hey, Don. Hey, Don. Let's Let's kick it for Matty B. From TV. Come on, Matt. Talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Matty, Matty, Matty. Sorry. How was everyone? Matt, first uh, question. You know, pretty good. Who, yeah, what? who would win in a weather fight, Ken Barlow or Jonathan Uhas? <sighs> it's going to be tough. I, I think Uhas is... Ken trains. Ken Barlow He's a does, runner, he's though. A that runner. doesn't necessarily mean guns. You yeah. know, big guns. So. And Uhas looks like he'd get you in an ankle lock and never let go. I don't even want to think about that right the now. The mad scientist of meteorology. Why are you thinking about them? I'm not. Good. Just you represent the newsroom to oh. me. We bring you up here. We, yep. What are you doing? You're cracking it. What are you doing? Are you pouring oh, a Pepsi? Okay. Is, this spo- right. is this now sponsored, this segment? <laughs> Maddie B from TV? You're cracking so, into a sugared So, so Friday, Steve, when you weren't here. What are you doing? We talked about how Lindsay Lohan wants everybody to drink pilk, 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 What's Pepsi pilk? Oh, and Oh, milk. you're mixing it. Oh, oh cool. Oh, are we so sampling? Well, and Donna, and I think it oh. sounds disgusting. Horrible. And Donna's like, that would be so good. It's like and a creamsicle, so, here, kind so, of. Here's oh, yours. you put a lot of milk in my It's wow. milk. For, I think it's supposed to be milk for forwards okay Don, so this i'm sorry is, okay. I'm, I'm poor and i didn't I wait didn't, t- tell us what this is again. extra car, are sorry. you talking to me yeah because i, I didn't bring it. you oh okay good oh, yeah, good Laverne that makes you feel better i that's tried exactly to visit and that's, and that was dr pepper i think maybe isn't yeah. it or is it pepsi i'm not sure milk and pepsi what am milk i drinking here milk okay. and pepsi so this is it's a thing and uh, they're just encouraging Lindsay lohan's all over social media encouraging people to mix pepsi and milk and other things together to make these okay i've never tried it and i think it's disgusting but here we go one two three Go. It's pretty good. Mm. Oh my, that's bad. I don't like it. Tastes that's like, bad. It tastes like, tastes like something I made like when oh. I was experimenting in my childhood. You know what that tastes and, like, and that's not, not flat. Ugh. That's pretty good. That's nasty. <laughs> it's uh, it Thanks. tastes like flat soda, but yeah, it's it not because he just cracked it open. Yeah. He just cracked that can so open. The milk must neutralize oh, the bubbles. It's like gross. a bad root beer float thing going yeah, on. Yeah, like if a root beer float went turned, flat and just... Or you just... You were like, this is where I left that root beer float. <laughs> That's what <laughs> it tastes like. Oh, Glad we got that Matt, out of the way. Do you get to expense the Pepsi and nope. the milk? How's that work? Out of my own money and, and love, I brought this to you today. You're finishing yours. It's good pr- girl. I think it's pretty good. What a palette <laughs> it's, almost like it's, a, it's almost like a coffee. <laughs> Like a cold, coffee. bubbly coffee. All right. Coffee. I do coffee. have. I do you have, take. Well, you I, know, Donna, no. with your palate. Oh boy. And what you what generally like. <laughs> this is not surprising that someone would mix milk and Pepsi, and you're like, "This is pretty good." I think it's probably good for your belly. You know, when I do have a little uh, indigestion, I will go to some uh, pop to try to <laughs> look at your smile. I like it. it <laughs> All right. Well, Thank there's you. that. All everyone. right, here we go. Now the real reason you're yeah. here. Okay, number, number one. one, guys. There's an incredible uh, person I want to introduce you to today. It's okay. a man who's been out at Mall of America ringing the bell for the Salvation Army. You've probably oh. seen him. His name is Steve Seltz, local man. Aww. He's at the east entrance of the mall all the time. 
He's been there, and folks, he has been ringing that bell at that door for the Salvation Army for 30 years Whoa. in a row. Wow. wow. 30 wow. years. Eight hours a day. No, six really? Six days a week. Really? For 30 years, Steve has done this. Oh he says gosh. he never gets tired of it because he loves giving back. He really believes in what the Salvation Army does in the community. And if you've seen him, if you know who I'm talking about, and you've, you've walked by, maybe put some money in the kettle, um, you know he's in a wheelchair because he has MS and he's living with MS. And some people might be like, oh, you know, does that, has that hurt his ability to keep doing this all these years? Right. And in fact, the Salvation Army told us that it's his diagnosis actually made him even more motivated and determined. Aww. And guys, this if you see him, you got to let him know how wonderful he is. And, uh, you know, at, again, East Entrance to Mall of America. OK, that's uh, where I go in. He's one of the top bell ringers. He brings in as much as a thousand dollars a day. Wow. Whoa! Where he's Steve, ringing there at the mall. That's amazing. So. And he gets a cut of that, right? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm asking. So here's nice my question, work, um, because that's volunteer, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Wow. He's doing eight hours a day, forty-eight hours a week. Yeah, he's doing like a full-time job. Basically, that's amazing. And Bell by ringing. the way, I feel like I never have cash on me mm-hmm. when no. I'm, you know, and I'm like, I'm sorry, or let me get you on the way out. Now I think maybe I'm crazy. I think they have a little barcode. Like a Where QR you can code donate. or something. Yes, that that's what I You can go meant. to the yeah. site and make a gift. Yeah, yes. sure, digitally. Yeah, so you yeah. can do that instead and not feel like, oh, God, please don't look at me. Don't look at me. I don't want you to notice yeah. that I'm going in and not helping. I was so excited to tell you guys about that guy. That's, yeah, he sounds he awesome. Amazing? That's the real, that's the real yeah. deal. Now, he could, not to go back to old wounds, Donna, sure. but Uh-oh. he could really mark down eight hours a day six days a week and say that all of that is community service and volunteering. Whereas Donna, a couple of years ago, thought that just essentially living with a dog, she marked down all of the hours that she lived with a rescue dog. Yeah, like 24 and, hours a day So she said for to, like a month that Matt, I was You don't never know when it has to go out. No, stop. <laughs> she said it to, to Dan Seaman, the sea monster, reply all. Oh, no. And she said, By mistake. sorry, oh, no. sorry, it was kind of a slow year. And then she denoted 600 hours of community <laughs> service to, to the Twin Cities. And she itemized it too, like eight hours of belly rubs. No, I she had, she had yes, 12 hours of cuddle time. Unbelievable. 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 Number two. The Swifty, uh, Swifty, the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster saga continues oh here. The Swifties, a handful of them are actually suing Ticketmaster. Did you guys plan to talk about that no. today? Nope. We're leaving you know. it all for you. Oh, you're sweet. Uh, so, yes, tw- we reported this this morning. 26 fans getting together, suing Ticket. You want some more uh, pilk here? No, no, I think no. I'm good. Remnants? Are I you still drinking it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's no, pretty she, good. What, she, like, licked her cup. Oddly. <laughs> good. God, um, you guys, I can hear you. Oh, barf. Jeez. 26 fans coming together, suing Ticketmaster and the parent company Live Nation for fraud and price fixing. They say that big pre-sale meltdown that we talked about um, for the upcoming Taylor Swift tour is just one example of Ticketmaster's unfair control of the industry. You know, you know what they're it's arguing true. here. Ticketmaster has forced attendees uh, to exclusively use Ticketmaster's secondary ticket exchange too. So they're like, "Hey, monopoly alert!" Here, um, mm. in a recent statement, Live Nation, which of course is over Ticketmaster, it's like the parent company, said Ticketmaster does not sell or sorry set or control ticket prices and does not embrace deceptive or questionable secondary ticket practices. But yeah, the Swifties have filed this suit, so that's new. Um, and we'll see what happens, you know? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I just don't think there's a path for... No, I, I haven't heard anybody 
lay out a solution to the problem. But, I, right, and I get it, right, there will be some sort right. of oversight, and people will be like, wait, you shouldn't do this. I just don't know how the problem gets solved. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know tough. either. When you get these super popular artists and events, and they, they drop the tickets, and then it's just, bah, everybody all at once. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. the bots come in, and then and it the all goes crazy. Do I, don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't I think know. that Taylor Swift is going to be the one to open up her own, like, oh, I'm going to use this place. Yeah. And then it's called taylorswift.com. Like, Buy yeah. your tickets here. Yeah. yeah. Direct. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah. But I think, isn't somebody. it like linked to the venues or something? Like you have to, if you want to play at a certain venue, don't you Probably. have to? There's some kind of a, de- I, I, I might be wrong on that, but I feel like there's some kind of a, they got to use Ticketmaster if you want to play this stadium. And or listen, whatever. Eddie Vedder was telling us about this 20 uh, something yeah, 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, they tried yeah. to not, and then they gave up. Which is so sad. Number three. I'm going rogue. I know that the tip usually comes later in the program. Oh, no, but please. I texted all three of you. Please get your cellular devices. Okay, yeah, uh, whatever you texted me. No, 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 not that. Steve said that I I can go to HR about that. Not that. (laughs) That's something. That was also research, thank you. It was about White Lotus. Good point. Okay. You're laying on the floor here ironing something. Did you know? So I dropped something on our beautiful hardwood floors recently, and it made a dent. Did you know? Oh, I'm listening. Did you know that you can take an iron... An iron and uh, a like washcloth. Okay. Okay. Wet or dry? Wet. It's because it's the hot steam. Did you know you can literally iron a dent out of your hardwood floor? Okay. Wow. You have no idea how timely this is for me because at my cabin, I have what looks like a toy box. It's a, you know, what do you call it? A a chest. A chest. In front of each bed in the loft. And somebody had moved it. Okay. And there are huge scratches like carved that deeply into my floor and i don't know how to make it look better scratch might not be this that might not be what this is although there might be some solutions out there yeah i'm sure okay but this has to do with wood swelling with under high heat i don't know the science behind it and uh, disclaimer. Okay, okay, this is disclaimer. this is you just I I researched it and I I saw enough online that I wanted to give it a try. Do not call me if like you burn a hole in your floor trying this with your iron. <laughs> I am not responsible that you do this at your own risk. That's Thank right. you uh, everyone. But I photo proof like oh, we wait, took a we, t- we took a um well I didn't take a picture he of this. I, I, I just wanted to prove to you that I did this. You didn't he think was I was really oh, just I showing off his table. Proof. It's a nice table, yeah, Matt. And a nice he was it before and after. Guys, listen, also, you don't I mean your Big toe situation is so much better than mine. Like that, you have the opposite problem of me. Look at the space between his big toe and his middle finger toe, where I have a bunion, double bunion actually, and I cannot believe that toes can be. Tell you about the iron because the time is running out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, what you do is um, we're not a scratch, but like a dent. You drop a. I dropped a wine bottle, and it went boof, and it made like a little. Dent in the, what happened in the, to the in wine the board. bottle? It, was, it did wine. not break, and the wine is oh, still God. very tasty. Okay, so, uh, in my case, I would <laughs> I drop a box and be like, insurance. I'm not using a bottle. So you get the washcloth or a little cleaning rag or something wet, and you turn that iron up to the highest setting, and for three minutes seems like a long time. You you carefully 
Um, Massage. Must over, you know, put the the washcloth on top of the dent, and then you iron through the washcloth that little part of the floor. And right. I don't know what the science is behind it, but like you kind of alluded to, the wood absorbs that hot steam. It helps yeah. to it helps okay, to help puff me. it back up. Yeah, that's and uh, can actually lift that dent. It's not perfect; like it never even happened. We but had, it's not an eyesore we had Exactly. We had three on our floor that I did, and the one totally disappeared. It's gone like it never even happened. The, wow. the, the, the one over by the front door looks, I would say, like 90% better. You can kind of tell, but you have to really look for it. And yeah, then there okay. was a there was a doozy of a one which I'm working on there in the photo that was right by the kitchen and that one still looks a little gnarly but it's less deep now okay and so it improved and so you know it's kind of a roll of the dice but um, if you were looking for something to do that's like free yeah you just try wow. and it might work you know just carefully do that don't like put the iron on and let it burn like you kind of have to work it like you're back move it back and forth kind of work it around okay. pick, it, pick it up put I love a, it. squirt the little sprayer I'm gonna try on it. there and do it yeah whatever so sounds like you're dropping stuff a lot on these floors too. you know i'm a mess yeah it's, it's the whole 2 a.m wake up call i blame you know and i bet you you the lucky people like you you wear flip-flops without even thinking twice about it because you're like, look, I got I love great... that that's what you focused on. I know. Are you, are you into feet? I actually didn't think that. I thought the photo wasn't for me, so I immediately deleted it. Uh, <laughs> I thought, surely this isn't for me. This Dawn, looks personal. What's wrong Dawn, with my uh, foot? There's n- nothing. That's the whole point. Here, Don, look at the camera. Okay. I'm, <laughs> sure. look at the, I'm oh. sending it again. Look at that oh beautiful God. divide he has between his big toe and his middle toe. Whereas that's I have made a for opposite. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is made that's for flip Mine's a bunion, so it looks like the big toe. Oh, you don't. Haven't seen his foot. You yeah. don't know. Get no. it out. Oh, no. Get no. it out. Please I want to see it. Look at the shape of my big toe. What is that? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what is that? That's a bunny. It's like an alien egg coming oh out the side. God. <laughs> but shame me. What that's a, that's that? vulnerability for oh. me to show you that after I complimented your foot. Does Wanda Sykes know that you have that? <laughs> you might not be let back. There you. She does actually, Uh-oh. right? Doesn't she? Shoulder, I, yeah. think. I asked him I not to. Bunyan. He did anyway. Really forward when I was out well, there. I did forward. There you go, everyone. Uh, that's all I have today. Well, that was amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was great. I'm going to try that at the cabin. Yeah, Thanks for the but, tip. Maybe yeah. I'll do it this weekend. Maybe I'll tweet this photo out, but I will be cropping out most of my foot. <laughs> but I'll leave Fisher's little cute head in there. Yeah. He's just like, oh, what's on it? You see the divide over here? Yeah, I saw it. I've got a yeah. good toe spread. Can Very say, nice toe can spread. I say, my man. Mm. Good morning. Welcome back. It's us. Donna and Steve on hey. my talk 1071 everything entertainment um you know what Steve what is it Donna I almost forgot until we just talked about it in the last segment that we are going to be on location on Wednesday yeah December 7th it's going down it's like being in like Kim Kardashian's closet oh yeah it's so amazing oh, this situation yes. is oh really... Dawn Twin Cities Closet Company. Oh, my God. It's amazing. You've been? I have, yes. Wow. Well, their mound location, oh, my gosh. Each each level or each shelf has its own lighting. You know? Oh, it's just stunning. It's really beautiful. It can all be yours. It can all be yours, guys. You can come. You can watch some of the show. They'll they put out chairs. I'm not demanding this, but last time we were there, they had donuts, and if there aren't donuts, I walk. Oh my right, God. I walk it's right true. out of there. Even though goes, it's a Santa stop. Yeah. Even though it's a Santa stop, I'll walk right. Yeah. If I don't, if Pappy don't get his his Bavarian cream. 
<laughs> anyway, it's happening and on Wednesday. Coffee. We'd love to see you yes, there. So you out. can come out. You can hang with us. And right next door to it, there is a um, vacuum, a vacuum and, and record center. shop. You've got to see it to believe it. And there's a nice little restaurant right down the way. So you can come. You can watch some of us drop something off for the Santa stop. Uh, goes to the Ronald McDonald House and then go grab yourself a bite to eat. You tell me that's not a Wednesday morning? That's right. right. That's what we're talking about. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I said, no, her up and her up. I said, no, I'm good. Her up and her up. Um, <laughs> Hurry up and do it. Her up and her up. There. <laughs> you know, another celebrity is saying not nice things about James Corden. Or I should say that they are saying things that might make you think James Corden is not nice. And I saw this yesterday. I was scooting around online, mm-hmm. as you do, surfing the web. Scooting. And my dog uh, does when he's got worms. Donna! <laughs> worms. I don't you know how many dog. dogs need their anal glands suppressed? Enough where people talk about it openly. Mm-hmm. Some people do it themselves. All right, we digress. A lot of people do, I think. I shan't ever be doing that. Yeah, ever. that's something I wouldn't want to Never. do. Never. What if they said his anal glands need expressed expressed i said suppressed suppressed means you're shoving them back in yeah that's right keep them in there man they're rank no but if you're if your vet said hey these need expressed once a week oh no. for the love you're not gonna no you will you're gonna no, express i'm them. hiring out you're doing the drop off the drive the whole thing the I'll money find every someone week will come to the house once a week i have a friend who would do it for me Wow, that's a good friend. <laughs> Aren't the dogs I mean. pretty agreeable during it, though? Mine wasn't. Really? Oh, God, you, it took three people to hold him down. Bless him. Yeah, poor Bubba. I had Boo, my oh, fat... God. Overweight pug who you killed. Pug right? yeah. who died due, presumably, to complications of a life of morbid obesity. Oh, no. I had... Come, I, I came home from an amusement park one day. Kennywood, thanks for asking. Oh, that added color to the story, Steve. Thanks for not holding back the details. You're welcome, me. <laughs> and I get there, and he's squatting. And by he, I mean she. Ah! And she's squatting. Ah! Wait, dogs your are boys. dog is a female? Yeah. Oh. Dogs are boys. Cats are girls. Aren't we all in agreement on that? So Sure. He's squatting around, and I'm like, man, he looks like he's in such discomfort. Let it go, Don. And it was like, whatever. I call the vet, and they say, look, you can bring him into the ER right now, or you can check to see if he's got impacted stool. And I said, what's the best (laughs) way to to check here? (laughs) And they said, digitally. Mm -mm. And that didn't mean, like, scan your dog's Mm -hmm. butt code. That meant with one of your finger digits. You know, families were just about to say Lego my ego, and here you are talking about dog stool. I had to oh put petroleum jelly <laughs> on my right pinky. But here's the interesting thing. Why I say that I don't know if dogs mind it. Boo was in noticeable discomfort. Noticeable. Like like squeal like I felt bad. I was very nervous. I was like, what's going on? Like a lot of whimpering. And when I digitally checked it immediately squealing whimpering stopped and immediately into a mm, mm, 
And that's just communicating a different sensation, my friends. I'm not mm, Caesar Milan, but it doesn't take a dog whisperer to know that the tune has changed. And now back to James Corden. Oh, Donna, if I can't be me, what's the point? Can you just be less you? Get in line. Just for the sake of the oh, show. God. Mel B was talking about James Corden. Uh, asked to name the biggest bad word celebrity that she's ever met. Like, not, not a nice word. Like, who's, who's the meanest? She, Mel B, listed four people. James Corden, Jesse J, herself, and Jerry Horner, now known as Ginger Spice, or then known as Ginger Spice, I suppose. What? So Mel B said, of Ginger, I I love it a bit, but she's really bleeping annoying. Okay, so we could get that. You know, that's like friends almost saying, oh, they're just too much. Donna, that's like what you would say about me, you know? Like... Love him the bits, but yeah, he's, he's, just, he's too much. But I wouldn't list you as one of the biggest DBs in Hollywood. As for James Corden, she said, quote, I think you, do you guys want it with the British accent or just normal? Uh, I'll take the accent. I think you always have to be nice to the people that you work with, whether it be production, oh, it's Sanders, okay. it's baby- camera guys, lighting, sound, know, rise of light. She said, I think you always have to be nice to the people that you work with, whether it be production, camera guys, sound, lighting. We all work for the same thing, so you should always be nice, and he hasn't been very nice. So then the internet, as it does, says has this backup article and pointed me back to this video from, I believe, 2010 of James Corden getting put in his place by... Sir Patrick Stewart. Really? At a I want to hear that. Women's event. <gasps> um, no, we have to hear please? that. I don't have the audio for it I, because I thought it was it. old and everyone had known about it. No, but here's the here's the short, uh, the long of it. Patrick Stewart gets up and he says, "I just want to say something about James. James, who's hosting the event." And he said, it is James, right? And then James already looked irritated, like, okay, are you trying to diss me? I have seen this. It's so painful. It is painful. I want to be pained. All right. You want to do it after the break? Yes. All right. We're going to listen to awkward James Corden and Sir Patrick Stewart audio from uh, more than a decade ago, I think. Yes. I thought this was old news. It is technically. It's from Uh, 2010. Probably. So is the story that you just reported on. We did that last week. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Bye, Don. (laughs) 